0: Yay, we're live.
1: Yay! Live with the undead. It's dice camera action. Oh. Woo. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna be more
2: excited, but I had an airhead in my mouth. <laughs> it was really good though.
1: That's what Strahd said. What
3: flavor was it? Yeah. Cherry. Nice. Jerry, what, what is the mystery flavor after all these years? I still I, st- I don't know either.
4: You
2: really want to know? Yeah. It's the uh, flavors that gets mixed in when they change the vats to make the different flavors. Oh. <laughs> so they're like, well, let's we'll paint it white and sell it. So that's why it's always kind of like a weird fruity flavor. We're not exactly sure what. All right. I mean,
3: it's, All right. Is,
5: is that for real? Because that's yeah. super gross.
1: <clears throat> it's It's leftovers. It's, it's la- leftovers. <laughs> it's leftovers. But if they're making
6: right. it leftover flavor, I don't know if as many people would buy it.
2: We've been tricked. Yeah. just
6: call it
1: backwash; it'll
5: sell. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh,
1: okay, uh, so speaking of backwash and backwater, uh, we <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there it is. Previously, there. in Curse of Strahd, the party was drawn into the realm of Barovia and eventually found their way to a windmill wherein three hags dwelled, and they were doing awful things to local children. Fortunately, the characters were able to slay the hags, rescue the children, and entrust their care to Ismar Kolyanovich, taking his sister onward to the town of Vallaki, which is in the heart of the Barovian Valley. And when you showed up, there were some wolf heads, decapitated wolf heads mounted on pikes outside, a warning to evildoers not to enter... Uh, through the gates a couple guards did let you inside however uh, and you see sort of a rundown gothic town in the middle of nowhere Uh, there's a heavy shroud of fog in town and a drizzle of rain falling and even though it is close to the lunch hour you wouldn't know it it's pretty bleak and dark out
6: the usual
1: yeah the usual yay Uh, Yeah, and the rain and sort of soaking through your cloaks and through your armor and down to your skin and your boots begin to sort of make squish-squish sounds. You also also know the streets here are really muddy. um, And so as your boots um, occasionally sink into the mud, they get stuck there for a moment and there's this big sucking sound as you pull them free.
2: (laughs) Uh, I got a hole in my boot and I can feel it on my sock.
1: (laughs) Yes, but unlike the village of Barovia, which you had visited previously, There is signs of habitation here. People are actually, um, you do see their shapes moving around through the fog, getting on with their sorry little lives. (laughs) Um, But other than the occasional guard who eyes you suspiciously, uh, none of the other townsfolk seem to pay you much mind or if they do, quickly turn their gazes away. Hmm. All right then.
6: I turn to Strix and I'm like, do I have anything in my teeth?
4: No. <laughs>
6: okay. Maybe. Maybe. Do you. Do you have anything in your teeth?
5: You
1: don't want to check. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. I'm like. Mm. <laughs> I'm just like, hey. <laughs> now, the buildings that flank the muddy street, um, they start off uh, kind of spaced out. There's a you know a few little gardens and things around them, uh, but then they get tighter and tighter and more packed in the closer you get to the center of town. Uh, one of the first structures you see on your left. Um, appears to be some sort of stockyard, uh, a large open space with sheds, um, and what appears to be a roomy warehouse and a wooden sign over a gate, over a front gate that reads Arasak Stockyard. Um, and the only thing remarkable that you notice about it is there seems to be some sort of brightly colored wagon, um, rain coursing down its sides in the middle of the stockyard. Uh, although, uh, Once colorful, most of its paint seems to have uh, peeled off or has begun to fade. And you do see words on the side of the carnival wagon that say, Rictavio's Carnival of Wonders. Um, There's nobody else around it. Uh, Further ahead, uh, the street seems to head right into the core of town. Other buildings that you see appear to be residences, a few shops, uh, including what appears to be a coffin maker's shop you haven't seen anything yet that looks like a town square or sort of central hub where you might find a tavern or inn or anything.
6: When I see the carnival wagon and I see of wonders, I'm like, wonders. Wonders. And I run up to it and start looking around.
1: Okay. Uh, (gasps) In order to do that, you can either hop over the fence to the stockyard or you can open the front gate to the stockyard in order to get inside, whatever you're.
6: I do, I try to open the front gate because I, I, does it look like I'm not supposed to go in there? Uh,
1: there's nothing like, nothing, no warning signs or anything like that that say you're not supposed to go in there. And there's certainly a lot of evidence of wagons and uh, ponies and horses having moved through the area, lots of prints in the mud and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So there's no, there's nothing specifically discouraging you from doing so. Then I than- walk
6: right through the front door, just like, okay. Yay.
1: When you peel open the gate, it kind of makes a, a faint little squeal on its rusty hinges, just sort of crying out in anguish and defeat uh, as you peel it open. Um, And you get a splinter in your hand. You're like, ow. (laughs) You leave a little bit of blood on the gate.
6: Uh Uh-oh. Don't want to leave genetic material around with Strahd in here. Uh,
1: Are any of you planning to follow uh, Evelyn as she goes into the muddy stockyard? I guess. Okay, I,
2: I'll wait by the entrance. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, wait with. I usually just wait with Dia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and be safe back here.
7: And Colton? just like, all right, I'll I'll be the one.
1: All right. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you follow Evelyn, and are you gonna close the gate behind you or leave it hanging open?
7: Oh, I I close it behind me. I wasn't raised in a bar. <laughs> right?
1: yeah,
5: Diaz, I'm like, oh, that's his turn to follow her.
1: <laughs> the. Uh... <clears throat> There's an illo over the wagon, which looks like that, basically. Cool. And uh, you notice, Evelyn, on closer inspection, first of all, uh, while there is no horse attached to the wagon, uh, there is a horse under a um, stall not too far away, Uh, a gray mare, uh, looks to be in pretty good shape. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> a train passes by in the background. The <laughs> lackey is spooky. <laughs> <laughs> and other than the um, the faded lettering on the sides of the wagon, the only other thing you notice is that there is a back door to the wagon, and it has a heavy padlock on it.
6: And I don't see anyone around.
1: Uh, no, there is a small house off to the side of the stockyard. You think maybe the stockyard owner or owners probably live there, Uh, but it's shut up and uh, you don't see anybody wandering around the yard.
6: I knock on the wagon. Hello. Do you have any use of wonders? I heard there were wonders.
1: As soon as you do that, the wagon suddenly lurches as though something big has thrown itself against the inside wall. You hear the cracking of wood the scraping of metal and the snarl of something inhuman.
7: We we should we should probably go. That that sounds like something I don't feel like dealing with today.
1: Oh. Sounds Uh, kind of exciting. You also Um, see you also see um as you look at the door more closely an inscription on the door frame and it reads, I bring you from shadow into light. (gasps)
6: <gasps> from shadow into light and i grab <laughs> i grab paul and i'm shaking him and i'm like i love the light don't like,
1: you yes we know we love the light Lights, great. Yeah. and <laughs> the whole the whole wagon is still lurching and you can still hear the snarling thing inside of it df if she gets mauled i'm not helping
6: <laughs> i i realize that i have upset whatever's inside i'm like oh i'm so sorry my bad like I don't know if she says "my bad." I don't know if that's a phrase, a parlance of the time. Maybe it is for the watcher. Sure, absolutely. Um, but I, I'm, I'm like Paulton. I understand if you don't want to come with me, but I'd really like to go to that house and find out what takes us from the darkness into the light.
7: Mm.
1: <laughs> Do we have to, Paulton? I mean, I'd like you to make a Paulton. I'd like you to make a perception check.
7: Mm-hmm. There it is. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Wow. 20. So early. Yeah, it's just downhill yeah. from here.
4: <laughs> yeah, <I am.
1: laughs> We're at and, our best. <laughs> uh, there's some distant thunder and some flashing lightning. And uh, maybe it's the lightning or maybe it's just your keen eyesight. But you see a rather big, a rather, um, uh, rather uh, intimidating looking figure. Didn't notice it before. Uh, not too far from the gray horse in the stall. Probably hidden from view at one point, but obviously came out as soon as the uh, carnival wagon was disturbed.
7: Hey, uh, um, we even we might we might have a problem. What's that? There's there's a um, there's a there's a big scary thing over there, and we I feel like you've invoked enough big scary today. We should go.
6: As soon as he said, "There's a big scary thing," I like mom arm him, like get behind me, Paulton, and I like bravado <laughs> in front of him, like
1: right. okay, don't
6: worry, I've got it. And I look and see if I can see this big scary thing. Okay.
1: Erica, how would you describe your character?
3: She's huge. <laughs> she's like six and a half feet tall. She's she's got dark hair. Uh, she's she's obviously been in quite a lot of fights. She's got. She's got uh, scars all over her face, and not like the pretty, like, just a single one right over the eye. It's like a, it's a it's a history of battles on her face.
6: Does she look kindly or mean? Well.
1: <laughs> there's probably something like a perpetual scowl carved into her <laughs> face.
3: It's, it's hard to tell with all the scars.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice, is she hot?
7: I mean, did you listen? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> very revealing about your characters um so uh ov- obviously you can see that these two people you don't know are uh very very close to the wagon and Boy, you, know- you look
3: what are you doing over there uh i'm i'm sorry is this your wagon It yeah. just it something
6: about going to the light and uh you know as as a a soldier of the light, in the in the blessings of the great Lethander, I just thought that that maybe I'd check it out, and um, I'm sorry if we caused any ruckus.
7: You'll you'll need to excuse my friend here. She has a um, um a condition of sorts.
6: Oh. Um, a condition of being wholly devoted to his great self, Lethander.
7: Clearly, so I, condition. I, I'm,
3: sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, She's gonna be all right, then. We don't know. Is she, she done talking? Can- I like
6: laugh at uh, Paulton because I think he's making a funny joke. <laughs>
7: <laughs> she laughs, but she's crying inside. It's very sad.
3: Well, you stay away from that, from from the wagon. That's, that's Rick Tarvio's. You don't like people messing around with his wagon.
7: I uh, d- Understood. R- Tarvin uh, something rather. Yes, yes.
1: Well, what's, what's in there? Oh. Uh, so
3: this-
1: Actually, you don't know.
3: Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, something neat. Something neat, he said. Uh, that's right. And, uh, I, I, uh, one day he's going to show it to me. It's, it's the day when I learn magic. <gasps> magic.
6: Do you know magic now?
3: Oh, well, well, actually, uh, and she pulls out a, a pack of cards and it says, look. See an ordinary pack of cards, yes. Yeah. Happening, Evelyn's like happenin'. wide eyed, like coming There's close. Go. Oh, right. yeah. so, so, so pick a card, any card.
7: Are, are we doing this? This lady's
3: oh, Barbie, she's yeah. insane. I'm not, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. And
1: she's, uh-huh. yeah. So, uh, Strix and DF, you're <laughs> back at the gate, you can see this entire exchange happening. Uh, what do you do? So, we get out of your cutter. <laughs>
7: I like, I look back at Strix and uh, DMs. Uh, like,
1: sorry, wait, wait for it.
3: I, wait for it. Is this your car?
6: Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, you totally did it. Yeah,
3: I am so impressed. Oh, I, I wish I had an audience like you. Uh, <laughs> most of the time, most people don't seem to take to my magic.
7: Point Can't imagine why. Point.
3: But uh, yeah, so, so, well, who are you, Lot? I ain't seen you around before.
2: So with the obvious commotion that's going on between uh-huh. them, I, will, I actually will approach at this point. Okay. You know, there's no way Paulton's getting up <sighs> by
1: himself, mm. right? Yes. I
6: approach extremely reluctantly. Yeah. Okay. I curtsy and I say, My name is Evelyn, Evelyn Marthane, the servant of Lysander. And what may I call you?
3: Oh, I'm Deidre. You can call me D.
6: <gasps> D. I say, like, with pleasure, they turn around and I say, everybody, come on over. This is D. She does
4: Bye. magic.
1: Hi, Dee. Yeah, you can see that uh, uh, apart from her uh, great size, uh, what do you have, what are you wearing and carrying on you, D? Dee?
3: Oh, d has got a, a, a shield and a spear uh, slung over her back. They've seen, they too, like her face, are scarred with the,
1: the the signs of much battle. Right. Uh, just like Paulton's bagpipes. They've got like, <laughs> mm-hmm. telltale signs of his illustrious adventuring career.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Boy, you there. You play music.
7: And I, I look at that, I'm like, oh, these, no, um, yeah, yes. You like I, music?
6: I'm like, he plays the best music.
3: The best. Ah, always looking for a musician we are.
7: Just keep uh, that in mind. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. It might be tricky. I'm union, so sometimes it's like <laughs> very, I don't know. You might not. And Danny, uh, I'm Paulton. It's nice to meet you.
3: We can always go union for you.
7: Oh, good.
3: you find those papers. Because, oh. you know, I mean, to get a, get a good looking one like you on the circus would... Probably bring
7: in some crowds. It oh, the good circus! Oh, I looked to, to, to I'm like, you hear that? The circus! Do do? Do do? <laughs> Someone.
2: It's, it's a pleasure to meet you, Deidre. My name is Death Woodrow. And if you don't mind me asking, what relation do you have to this peculiar wagon?
3: Oh well, I'm uh, uh, Octavio's uh, strongest woman alive. We travel. We're a circus.
2: Cool.
3: A circus.
2: You're native to Barovia, then?
3: Oh no, no. We travel all over, but uh we've been posted up here for a little while. Uh, stayed in a in a tower for a little while, didn't we? Then, uh, then now we're here. We're at the end.
5: Well, you can't get out, can you?
3: Oh well, see, it's a. Uh, Real tough, that yeah. Uh, why? Why would you want to leave here,
5: though? Right? Oh wow! Let me think of a couple of reasons. <laughs> trying to kill us. Uh, I probably have scary family here who are trying to kill me. Um, and you know, oh, you got family in town.
4: Yeah.
5: yeah. Have you uh, seen the this guy with like a got like a messed up hand? Apparently.
3: Oh, easy. Yeah. Yes, him. He's the burgomaster's inchman. Yeah. He's not a nice fellow. I don't so like I him. don't like him one bit. Well, uh, going to have to meet him at
5: some point, I suppose. No. I mean, we don't oh, have no to. Maybe if we got out of here, it wouldn't matter. But that's not going to happen because we're <laughs> stuck. <so. laughs> Looks like we're going to meet him eventually. Ezek, good old Ezek. I'm Strix, by the way. It's,
3: nice to meet you, Strix. You're very unusual. I mean, not to be rude or anything. I'm oh, <laughs> fine. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not uh, not good with uh, not good with words.
5: Have you seen Evelyn? I think you're fine. Oh, <laughs> I
3: oh, like man. that one. And she pats her on the head on the head, and she bounces a little bit.
2: Oh, good. I,
3: I enjoy that. <laughs> I'm like...
2: <laughs> like, oh,
7: oh, this is my nightmare. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you seem to be a kind-hearted soul, uh, and you had mentioned the inn earlier. We were actually looking for said inn. Would you mind so much as uh, guiding ourselves to it? Well, it would sure help us well. a
3: lot. I'm, I'm staying there with Rictavio, so uh, i well oh, really? make my way back. Uh, I inspect the, the wagon to make sure there's no not much harm done.
1: You oh are- yeah. You see it. You see some blood on the side of the wagon that you didn't quite get off. Oh, uh, so You kind of wipe that off. And she, she, it's she good. A
2: little spit wash. Yeah. Do we I see her, uh, wiping the blood off of it or? Yeah, a little bit. All right. That's probably I curl little my little lip. Voice. Like
6: that is so germy. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
3: can't, can't have Octavio's wagon all, all messy though. I can't tell what's blood and what's not blood on my clothes.
5: <laughs>
6: oh, haven't we all been there <laughs> i've never been there
3: i don't know what that would be like she really hasn't oh she well clean, she
5: cleans like it her faith depends on it
3: oh well stick around you'll see how it goes it is my duder duder duder, duder. and honor
6: duder <laughs> and honor duder duder duder, duder,
4: duder, duder. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <But standard>.
3: oh. <laughs> all right well oh me um this uh rick tavio fellow who who is the best guy that you keep mentioning oh and her eyes just light up rick tavio is he's the best he's he's just he knows he knows magic all right well let's, I, let's go some see that that you have with the cards Oh, he's a he he's, he does like that fellow, the, the cute one over there. She points over to to uh um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh oh no, do not do math. He does he doesn't like that fellow over there, the cute one with the uh, with the bagpipes. He, he he does it with music. <gasps>
4: yeah.
5: Never mind, let's not go meet him.
3: <laughs> I think that feels great. <laughs> great. Yeah, great. like come on, let him go. But Tavio's the best. He actually hmm. saved my life when I was little. So, I don't know, maybe if you're in a bad way, maybe he could help you out as well.
1: And when she was little, she means when she was six foot one, not six
3: foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wee one.
1: Fresh
7: out All the right.
1: Uh, so Dee will happily lead you out of the stockyard and she can keep talking to you as you're making your way down the muddy streets. Um, as you're making your way deeper and deeper into town, you see more residences, these tall, uh, tight, uh, tightly fit buildings uh, that look like they haven't really been repaired since the day they were built. So they're all kind of sagging and leaning a bit. Uh, attempts have been made to restore a few of them, but it doesn't look like Barovians have access to a tremendous amount of materials or expertise. You also see some old wagons. Uh, as people appear within your field of view and they see what a sort of odd, freakish lot you are, they quickly sort of scuttle away or withdraw to shadows or door stoops, basically giving you a wide berth. Um, and uh, you uh, pass by a road, sort of a branch in the road that seems to lead to a town square. That's not the way D is leading you, uh, but. Uh, in the town square, you can you can see there is more activity. You also see what appear to be some people trapped in stocks. Um, you, you can't really make out who they are, but they're being punished for something. Uh, uh, you'd have to get much closer to see them. Uh, but uh, uh, D is leading you down the main road and really to the center of town where there is a large inn. And a few other shops and buildings all around it. Uh, Everything, like I said, is kind of tightly packed in here. The inn, however, uh, you can see gray smoke issuing from a chimney. And the inn itself is a large two story wooden building with a stone, excuse me, a stone foundation and a sagging tile roof upon which several ravens have perched. A painted wooden sign hanging above the main entrance depicts a blue waterfall.
6: Weren't we supposed to go somewhere with a waterfall? Something yes, that, about yes, blue that, water? Yes,
2: that place. we're supposed to go to the blue Yay. water. This, this is the it. water,
3: water in.
6: Yeah, we're supposed to meet uh, Irwin and, and Danica or something? Uh, no, Escher. Escher's the one we're supposed to meet.
3: Alright, well...
2: You're so close, Evelyn. No,
6: no, not that. I'm trying to remember.
1: Almost. <laughs> Yes. it's okay
6: you're really strong Evelyn it's fine yeah.
1: falcon hey. told Falcon told you evelyn that uh irwin and danica Martikov are the innkeepers here
6: yeah that's the ones those yep. ones
1: mm. nailed it first drive it's a family yeah. run family run establishment
6: yeah with their kids that are named <laughs> bra
1: and, and, and,
6: and bray that's right i remembered that from my head <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: this one's real smart. <laughs> yeah. You...
2: Tell me, Deidre, are you here for the Festival of the Sun?
3: Oh no, we got important work we're doing here. But uh, that's going on anyway.
2: Then what are you doing here?
3: Uh, doing circus stuff. <laughs>
6: Circus
3: stuff?
6: You By know, eyes, there no. is no higher calling than bringing light into other people's lives. Oh, oh beautiful I just start walking towards the end. Dance. Yes. That's nice. I'm you walking away, I
3: keep walking. Going in the
1: circus. Strix, you see, uh, you see that the um, <laughs> part of the upper floor of the inn kind of uh, hangs out a little bit and has pillars supporting it. It's like the upper floor is almost bigger than the lower floor. Um, and uh there's a well out front you also see uh on one of the posts uh, by the main entrance a sign a colorful sign that says come one come all to the greatest celebration of the year the festival of the blazing sun attendance and children required rain or shine all will be well the baron signed the baron attendance and children
6: required can yeah, I not just, go if just, I have no children?
5: I'm just going to say, from my experience, that sounds like there's something going on. Like, this could be a cult
6: or someone's going to get possessed. Or
5: it could be
7: a baking show.
6: I No, it's not. It's, it's probably not that. Bad. I'm yeah. not so into baking after our last bakery visit. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should check the stocks? Maybe we can ask the people who
5: were...
3: Oh, here. it might not be a good idea to go down there.
2: I'm actually on the side of... Deidre, with this, but
3: well, well you see, the, just those, saying. Well, well, it's just those folk. Uh, they spoke out against the burgomaster and the and his stupid festivals. <gasps> and there we go. Festivals. Uh, and uh, got them. You know, they uh, they they uh, they they got the punished.
5: So the festival's mandatory. You get punished for not going. Anyone else little little, little Strix over horse here down.
6: I think you're onto something, Strix. Thank
5: I think you, this, best- Did this just happen? Oh, everyone, everyone just take a moment. I'm just going to revel in this. <laughs> I always agree with you. You're like my best
6: friend. I think everything you say is wonderful. All
5: right, I'm done. You said <laughs> well, I'm just staring her at, her at her like <laughs> Who wants to go into the inn, who wants to check the stocks Let's take a vote, we can go in the inn first
3: Well may- Maybe you should meet Rick Tolvio, he's the best Alright, we'll do that So that you can quiet down
2: We just got here, it's best if we lay low at first Let's head into the inn And at least try to figure out what the heck's going on here first And then we'll come up with a
1: plan Got
6: it okay, low at the inn Great idea, as always. And I just turn around and start walking into the hotel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Yes, so the main entrance of the inn is actually um, sort of tucked under the second story. Uh, So the rain doesn't get you as you're standing out front here. And you can hear uh, through the doors, uh, not much in the way of chatter, but you do see some light. And when you throw the doors open, uh, it reveals a... uh, A spacious tap room, a tavern area packed with tables and chairs with narrow paths meandering between them. A bar stretches along one wall under a balcony that can be reached by a wooden staircase that hugs the wall. Another balcony overhangs uh, the entrance you just came through. All the windows to this place are fitted with thick shutters and crossbars, and they're all closed. Lanterns hang above the bar and rest on tables, and they bathe the room in a dull orange light and cast shadows upon the walls, most of which are adorned with wolf heads mounted on wooden plaques. People that you see right away, you see uh, a man and a woman uh, moving around the room. Uh, The woman's behind the bar. The man seems to be uh, uh, picking up some plates and... uh, cups off a table. You can also see that there are about uh, five local sort of drably dressed villagers um, huddled around the bar, yammering quietly with each other. Among the notable individuals that you see, uh, there seem to be a pair of rough and tumble types, uh, middle-aged men in wolf skin, uh, hide, armor, and clothing uh, with big cloaks. Uh, that they've thrown over the backs of their chairs, and they seem to be indulging in copious amounts of wine. You can also see another uh, pair of males who you would, sh- you would just naturally assume are related to one another, maybe brothers or cousins, and uh, they are uh, uh, sort of snickering quietly until you enter and then they sort of uh, fall silent and their eyes grow wide with anticipation
2: oh I'm so happy they don't get visitors here very often do they nah no. No.
3: not many folk come through these parts
2: did hmm. you receive the same treatment
3: yeah people are right suspicious but you know to be honest they don't have a whole lot going on for them here
1: The big man, who uh, bearded fellow who's gathering up the plates and things, he notices you. Basically, as eyes turn to you, he's like the last one in the room to really notice you. And he says, make yourselves comfortable, friends. Here, have seat. Take load off.
6: Well, thank you. I curtsy and I go take the seat he offers.
1: Yes. And uh, the woman behind the bar... uh, um, uh, who seems to be uh, roughly the same age as him, says, do you want rooms for evening? We can accommodate you.
6: Um, I don't know. Uh, DF, do, do we need rooms? I don't know. You're usually the one who makes the plans for
2: us. I think that would be best. Uh, the most private rooms you have would be fantastic.
7: Yeah, all- in, in, in addition to that, my lady, I think... Um, you might want to comp those rooms for us as I take out my loot. I'm like, because right, we're having a party.
4: And
1: oh my gosh! I boat, love
7: Popular party. by demand.
1: All right, go. you start. You start playing your loot. Make a performance check. To play. Did you say back by popular demand? Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah. Doing this everywhere, you know. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. Everyone wants it's to hear him play.
3: Great.
1: 18. Excellent. So you start playing, and uh, as, you're, as you're kicking off, the two brothers begin to kind of clonk their um, mugs down to the beat of your music. They, hey. really, they really dig it. And uh, you can see that the two uh, guys in the wolf hide, uh, they're not too drunk uh, to start clapping and uh, totally getting into it as well. Yay! Hey. Yes. And Boy, that
3: was useful, he is. Yes. You want to dance, Evelyn? Oh, I would God. love to. I'm gonna walk up to the wolfpack guys
5: who looked who look inebriated enough to talk to me, and okay. I'm gonna start asking them some questions.
1: Like, uh, Strix, As in, what's your Strix, What's your armor class? Uh,
5: at current, it's uh, why? Why is
1: that important? Yeah,
5: why <laughs> do Zero, <laughs> because I don't have mage armor on. So. Oh,
1: sure. So it's ten. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh. So. As you walk over to uh, those those guys in the wolf skins, uh, and one of them is, if if he hadn't lived such a hard life and uh, obviously uh, been uh, spent all of his life as a, a, a prisoner in this land, uh, he may have he may have commanded uh, who knows armies. He sort of has the stature and size and and swarthy good looks of a, a fairly charismatic. Uh, fellow, his friend uh, is a bit older. He's balding with a long, really long, bushy beard, and the uh, sort of these dead, stern eyes. But as you make your way over to converse with them, uh, something clatters down next to you, like it fell from the ceiling or was tossed down from above, and sort of tumbles at your feet. And it looks like a, a child's building block carved out of wood with little letters on the side. And then a second one clocks you right on the head. <laughs>
5: Ow! (laughs) Who did that?
1: When you look up over the balcony that you kind of walked out from underneath, you can see two young boys, uh, both of whom are uh, kind of laughing at you. And immediately, their mother behind the bar points like two fingers at them and says, don't do that to our guests. Shame on you both. Uh. Sorry. That's okay, little,
5: little burks were just having fun, you know, just little little urchins, I know little how it is. Little
1: urchins are old enough to know better.
5: That's fair, but I got a lot of hair and it's a good
1: target, so it's okay. All right, um, so the music is playing, uh, everybody's having fun. When you walk over to these two gents, Strix, uh, they look you up and down, um, like you just came out through a doorway to hell.
5: I mean, that's fair. Hey, Hey. Hey, Connors, how's it
1: going? And uh, you can see that they instinctively uh, sort of take stock of where their weapons are nearby, but they don't draw them or threaten you in any way.
5: Hey, we're just passing through here, and I just happened to notice that you were well-armed and looked like you probably knew the lay of the land a little bit, and I was really curious... It, what, what's, what's, what's going on in this town? What are your threats? Are, are you guys being attacked by something? I mean, everyone seems kind of on edge. Uh, the,
1: the, the better looking of the two looks at you and says, Wolves. And the other one nods his head grimly and goes, Wolves.
5: We had a run-in with quite a few wolves earlier. They're definitely inconvenient.
1: He says, uh, "The the uh, one closer to you says, if you need guides, we can guide. If you need hunter, we can hunt."
4: I
5: think we're good for now. I'm just mostly trying to find out what what's going on. In, what is this festival coming up? Do you help defend this festival of the of the sun?
1: Uh, they both kind of chuckle, and uh, uh, one of them says. That's, there is nothing to those desperate measure. We don't go to the festival.
5: Not the fun type,
1: huh? Eh. And the burgomaster, he's insane. And the woman behind the bar says, don't you talk about that. No talk about the burgomaster. No talk about festivals. Let us have a good time. The music is playing. That is a great
6: time,
7: woo!
1: Well, I'm, I'm like using and- my,
6: my flying boots to dance with d because i'm five feet and she's six six so i'm yeah. like i'm like dancing but like
1: about at her where leg. you're
3: standing where you're standing on my feet yeah and dancing like yeah. this and yeah. i'm yeah. gonna have my legs for you yeah uh, for the sure. the
1: innkeeper fellow comes over to you strix and uh not only uh, offers to put a a a, a um, glass of wine in your hand but says if you do want to talk about the goings on here. Perhaps you can help me in the kitchen.
5: I like kitchens, so I'm going to follow you. <laughs> All right. That's a comforting place for me.
1: All right, D.F. Uh, while Paulton is playing music and uh, Strix seems to be accompanying Erwin uh, Martakov into the back kitchen, what would you like to do?
2: Um, I would like to arrange uh, a room for the five of us to stay in for the okay. night.
1: Yeah, you go up to the bar, and uh, Danica will hook you up with a a drink to warm your heart. Excellent. Uh, She doesn't charge you for it. And uh, she says
4: that... (laughs) um,
1: uh, She points up the one staircase, the inside staircase here, and she says, there's a room at the end of the hall. That one is taken by our only other guest at the moment. Uh, But there is a staircase outside Um, that you can get to by going out through the main doors and hanging a left. It's over by the shed. And if you go up that staircase, it leads to the upper lofts. And we have uh, three rooms up there. We have two rooms that have two beds each. And we have a common room that has four beds.
2: We'll take the uh, common room. Uh, If she requires payment, I don't know what coin I have on me, but I can also offer one of the uh, pieces of jewelry. And when you
1: start to show her what you got, uh, she just sort of closes your own hands around your own loot, and she says, that won't be necessary. You may stay here as long as you like, at no cost. I uh, thank you. She uh, says, it is the least that we can do.
3: She knows. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, so why are you lot in town, She. Uh, D says,
6: as you're, as she dances. Well, you know, I don't really know why we're here. <laughs> we kind of ended up here, and I, I'm just trying to bring light and keep light and protect light in the world. And this seems like as good a place as any. I don't know why they're still here, but I just follow them around.
1: Evelyn, you're oh. you're pretty certain at this stage. This this domain has seen so little light that you must be on some sort of holy calling to bring uh, the light right in the darkness.
6: I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm pretty sure that Lathander chose me as a chosen servant to come to this place and and show his holy light.
3: Wow. Oh, well, I don't know about all that, but uh, it's it's pretty dark, pretty dark over here.
6: Yeah. What was that? Uh, that thing that was on the wagon that said, "Like I will take you from the shadow to the light."
3: Oh, I don't know. That's something Rick Tavio says all the time.
6: We should absolutely talk to Rick Tavio.
7: I, like, stumble into this conversation. I'm like, are you two doing shop talk again? Come on. Uh, I, are we are going, going shopping? shopping? We're, we're doing... Evelyn. <laughs> Evelyn.
6: Yes, Palton. Yes, Paul. Paulton. Are we playing a game? <laughs> Evelyn, Paulton, I love Are you. This having
7: game? a good time.
6: I'm having a great time. I love it. Woo! Woo! And I just
1: this run
7: away
6: Woo! and keep Woo! dancing.
1: <laughs> uh, the two brothers tell you to don't stop playing.
7: I, I have no intention to. You two handsome gentlemen, watching you. Is it like 11
2: a.m. again? Or yeah, it's about noon. It's about noon time. Okay,
5: of course it's noon.
2: Why not? Woo! Yeah. Just making sure Paulton's par for the course. <laughs>
1: The Danica will bring forth and give you a, a, a small loaf of bread, Diaz, to munch on.
2: Oh, excellent. I'll um, take a few bites and save some for later to give it to yeah. my comrades.
1: It's uh, 2 p.m.
7: somewhere.
2: The Let's two do brothers it. will
1: get up out of their chair and uh, they sort of impose themselves upon you, Evelyn, and you, D, uh, to dance and cavort around the uh, tavern.
6: I see uh, dancing and celebrating as like very. Important work for bringing light into this place, so I oblige when anyone asks me to dance and dance with fervor.
1: Okay. Um, as you're dancing with these men, though, you find them kind of a distasteful sort. Uh, apart from the fact that they're drunk and they're both kind of smelly, they kind of smell like barf. <laughs> uh, you also, one of them is saying, basically in his drunken thing, "Oh, we've seen others like you come into town before, and you, they all." disappeared or died, and you're going to die too. I hope you're happy about that.
3: Well, if I (laughs) don't to a lady like that, you apologize immediately.
1: If you're lucky, they will find your rotting carcass and actually bury you in consecrated ground. If not, you will be raised as one of the undead. Very sad. Hmm. And then uh, Strix, you're taken into the back room, into the kitchen, and uh, Erwin is busy preparing all kinds of things. He's got, you know, this the next meal already in the works and he starts chopping up some root vegetables doesn't look like he has the biggest selection of things to actually uh, make good stew with but he seems to manage and he's got all kinds of do and doodads back here uh, but once he has you sort of in private away from the the loud mass and the music uh, and he just sort of shudders like music is not his thing um, we can by the way we can hear I can hear a voice in the back oh I'm sorry probably mine <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then uh, as as he starts to go around he says uh, this is cursed land you are strangers here. Uh, Falcon already told us that you were coming.
5: Falcon, yeah, he la- he he left a while ago. We he helped us a lot. I we we just we're trying to figure out what's going on here and I know that I have family here. The, do you know someone by the name of Isaac? Uh, Isaac Strasny? All these names are really hard for me to say.
1: Yeah, Isaac Strasny, he's he's a very bad man. He works for the burgomaster as a henchman and uh, he enforces the burgomaster's will upon the people when they become disagreeable.
5: And that will includes not attending the festival. The
1: the burgomaster believes that the only escape from this damnable domain is. Happiness and so he takes these measures to instill happiness in the people with these incessant festivals We have at least one a week uh, But they there has never been any change and just between you and me there never will be
5: Are they? Are these festivals enchantments? Are they not are not real? Are they forced? I,
1: I, I don't know if they're enchantments or not. All I know is that they are pathetic, sad affairs, and that each one is even more worse than the one before. Uh, Last week, they were chopping off wolf heads and having children parade around the streets with them. It was just ghastly. This next one, Burgomaster has tasked townsfolk who are always busy to gather up sticks from forest to make a giant wicker sun, which he plans to light on fire in the town square. Uh, it's ludicrous. But we do it because if we don't, we get locked up or shut away or beaten or abused by Isaac and his men. This is slavery. Da, yeah. Uh, but th- this has always been a dark place. This is true. And there are all kinds of terrible things happening there. I urge you to be cautious when dealing with the burgomaster. Isaac is very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Uh, he can create fire, and uh, out of nothing. And he threatens to burn buildings down uh, of people who don't do what the Burgomaster wants. The Burgomaster, his family is crazy. His wife is crazy. His, His son is crazy. They're all crazy.
5: This is bad news. And not to sound like my comrade, Evelyn, but I think we can
1: help. He says, well, If you can't and you need help from me to get out of town or to hide, just let me know. I am at your disposal. My family, they're good family, and I have friends in town. We can help you.
4: Well
5: we'll help each other. Also if you need help in the kitchen, I'm pretty good at making pastries.
1: Oh, well in that case, yes, help. <laughs> I am I am somewhat overwhelmed. Wife doesn't cook, I cook. So uh, any help you can provide would be greatly appreciated.
5: All right, Strix, I'm going to Strix continues to enthusiastically help him in the kitchen and she yes. does wash her hands. Don't worry.
1: Right. Yes, you roll up your sleeves, you wash <laughs> your hands. All right, Uh, Diath and Edelin and Paulton, you are still out in the tap room. Uh, You don't hear any odd sounds coming from the kitchen other than clattering dishes and the sound of chopping knives. Uh, What do you do?
2: I kept an ear open for Strix just to make sure there was no trouble, but this seems to be done. Uh, I'd like to actually approach Deidre and uh, apologies. Don't mean to interrupt your fantastic dance, but you said uh, we should meet up with uh, Rectavio. Is he here in the inn already?
3: Oh, well, well, yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, You want to go meet him? Go, go meet him now?
2: Well, if it's all right with you.
3: Sure, sure. Uh, uh, she turns to Evelyn. Uh, can we dance again later? Anytime you want, but I really want to meet this guy, too.
1: Yeah. What now, De- Deidre, you know that if Rictavio's here at all, he's up in his room, which, if you were just to call out to him with your booming voice, he would almost certainly hear you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oi, Rictavio! We've got guests!
1: All right, uh, you hear an upstairs door open and a figure step out onto the balcony overlooking the tap room. Uh, it is a colorfully dressed half-elf, you'd guess to be of the bardic persuasion. Hmm. Um... Uh, He's very slender and small, wiry, you would say. Uh, And you can see he's got a big um, hat, sort of a big floppy hat on with a a purple and uh, yellow feather stuck in it. And uh, he takes his hat off and gives you a bow like he's uh, just delivered a performance. Um, And Mm -hmm. then he slips the hat back on his head. And he says... Welcome.
3: the the bows very low and says, oh, Rictavio, uh, these are people from out of town. They say they want to bring light, like you.
1: Ah, you've come from a distant land.
6: Indeed we have. And I saw the inscription on your wagon and I was so inspired by it. And I asked my new friend D here, if she wouldn't mind introducing me to you, because I also have what you would call a passion for the light. Praise Holy Lathander.
1: Yes. I bring you from shadow into light. It's a famous saying in the scriptures of the morning Lord.
6: Ah, of course. Do I know that? Of course. Would I have Um, known that?
1: uh, You're not aware of that specifically, but it perfectly makes sense with his doctrine and ideology. Mm. Uh, And uh, as he's he's talking to you, he kind of uh, makes his way across the balcony and down the stairs. And he says, this is a land consumed by darkness, a terrible place to be sure, but there is goodness in here too, light to be found. The trick is, one cannot prevail against the darkness until one has slain the fiend himself. Not an easy task. It can be. Uh, The
6: fiend being Strad.
1: Yes. His eyes and ears are everywhere.
2: Indeed. Let us continue this conversation,
1: say, in
7: the privacy of your room.
1: <laughs> ah, well, why don't you come up then?
7: Before you go up, I stumble over and say, Hey, you're, you're the other uh, music dude, right? It's you? It's you?
1: He said, I have played a song or two in my time.
7: You and me, bro, shred off. Let's go right now. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I hear I hear that you play some fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I want to see what you got, man. Let's go.
1: I have I have lit a few houses on fire in my day.
7: That is very
1: we have time
7: for it,
3: Davio, come on, just show him a little song.
1: He says, "Let's talk first, music later."
4: Right. Oh,
7: all right. Up. You need We're to get good. warmed up. I get it. It's all right, Paulden. Take a it's, rain check. We've it's never. It's okay, okay to be before. intimidated. <laughs> Uh,
2: before we uh, go up, up with uh, Rick into his room, I'll head over to the kitchen and uh, check on Strix to see if she wants to join us.
1: Yeah, you can see she's dropping some like turnips and stuff into a pot, <laughs> uh, giving it a store. Uh, Wasn't she making not pastries? Not satisfied. And yeah, she's doing a whole bunch of stuff. And then Turned she goes over pastries. to the table and she's she's uh, basically filling these pastry cups with stuff. And then you, she sees a waffle maker in a corner. <gasps> and, uh, she's like, oh, i mental note for the morning Uh, (laughs) we can have waffles in the morning and uh yeah she seems just running around busy um much to the delight of her uh her of the of the chef erwin who uh uh, seems to appreciate the help greatly
2: you actually seem to be doing all right um
1: yeah
5: you know we had to have jobs before we got trapped in strange terrible lands
2: Mm -hmm. most of us did at least All right, well, I'll leave you to it.
5: I think you guys can handle yourselves unless you think I should come with you. I'm sure Erwin can handle a few moments of working by himself. Erwin, are you okay? Can I go upstairs and, I don't know, talk just the business with my friends who have business? All right.
1: right. I'll
5: I'll be back. All right, I'll follow you, DMs. No worries.
1: Come back when you can. Fantastic. Don't burn those pastries no no not burn pasties they're they the other same person i have right now so please come <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I all right you spirit stricks away um and you head upstairs uh, to Rictavio, Rictavio's room uh, it's a small guest room it contains a bed heaped with wolf furs a footlocker a tall wardrobe and a writing desk with a matching chair an oil lamp rests on the desk near a journal bound in a, in a red leather jacket And the journal is just sort of lying open on the desk, like maybe, uh, and there's a a quill pen tucked inside it, suggesting that maybe Rictavio was writing in the journal before he was interrupted. Mm. Come in, come in. Make yourselves at home. Of course. Uh, And then he turns to Paulton and he says, I must admit to having no musical talent whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Compared to you, I would pale. I would pale in comparison. However, I do have many stories and I do run a carnival, always looking for new attractions.
6: Can I see what's written in the journal without being conspicuous?
1: Uh, uh, Yes. Uh, You can see that... uh, Currently, it is open to a page, a heading of which says "Fillmore Stunk," <laughs> and then Phil under Moore that, "Fillmore Stunk." Under that, there is uh, some uh, what appears to be a description of an oddity, uh, a, a person that Rectavio met on his travels that he's that he's chronicling. Hmm. that checks out. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, There's not a whole lot of places to sit except maybe on the bed, there's the chair, and then the standing room only. And he says, How may I be of assistance to you?
2: Well, I was. Go ahead.
6: I was just real curious uh, what efforts you may have made already. To bring light to this place and uh, eventually to, as you put it, uh, kill the
1: fiend. He says, "Uh, well, I am of a position at this point in time to do neither. We are simply biding our time, waiting for the right moment. Right. We're
3: circus folk.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes, Dee, we are circus folk. Where do you come from originally? I come from a land called Darkon not a very nice place. It's distant, uh, to be sure, not easily reached from here. But um, and uh, what land do you come from?
5: Well, you know, just rather—it's uh, a Nailed long story. <laughs> <laughs> well, more or less, I'm technically here, I guess. But I grew up in—I grew up in, in Sigal, the city of Doors. I don't know. Have you been there? Have you been to Sigil?
1: hold that thought. He goes over to the door, opens it again, and <laughs> these two little boys almost come tumbling into the room. Uh, and uh, he just looks at them and goes "boo," and they run off. <laughs> and then he closes the door again.
5: That's a good idea. I don't know why I didn't do that.
1: That was good. I like that. <laughs>
2: but- After he shuts the door, I'm going to take one of like the wolf skins or blankets or something from the bed and stuff it yes. underneath the crack of the door or yes. other thing that looks like it could let sound out.
1: Right. Okay. He's
7: like, oh thanks, man, that looks comfy. And I just like sit in it. <laughs> That's
1: nice. And he nice. says Beautiful. the keys to defeating the devil Strad are here in this domain. You need powerful allies and you need three artifacts. The tome of Strad, the holy symbol of Ravenkind, and the Sun Sword. Have you spoken with Madame Ava?
5: We did. Yes.
1: She's the one who brought us here. Then she has sent you on a path, has she? Tell Indeed. me. Tell me about this path.
5: We got... I mean, we... We did We did get fortunes from her. She told us that we would find different things, like the whole... There was a sword involved in mine.
7: That lady said that there... No, wait. Yeah, that lady said... There was some kind of lady waiting for me, and I'm. That's, yeah, that sounds nice.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yes, but you remember exactly what she told you. I can't help you unless you know.
7: Well,
6: my task was to defeat the devil himself, and I was to look for a fallen house guarded by a stone dragon and look to the highest peak.
1: Ah, that would be Argen-Vastholt.
6: argen Oi,
1: yeah. That's the Where? house out
3: to the west. Yes, Dee.
1: Very good.
5: And m- mine was the a place made of bones? Filled with bones?
1: An ossuary.
5: Sounds about right.
1: He, uh you can see uh, that he pulls out a small little book that he carries on his person and just sort of leafs through it with his thumb. And uh, he says, I came here once long ago and I think I saw what it is that Madame Ava saw, a room covered with bones deep in the heart of Castle Ravenloft. Bad news. Indeed.
5: Looks like our sword is
1: in Castle Ravenloft's ossuary. He says, yes. The fiend keeps it close to him. Now, Argen Vosthold is not very far from here. Less than a day's travel up the hills to the west.
6: But didn't you say we needed three artifacts in order to defeat the devil?
1: Yes. There was
6: the Tome of Strahd a right. holy symbol of what?
1: The holy symbol of Ravenkind.
6: Ravenkind. That
1: is the item, Evelyn, that Madame Eva has set you on a quest to find.
6: Really? I thought it was just to kill the devil's strot.
2: <laughs> Precisely. These, these are steps towards it, Evelyn. It's.
6: I mean, I guess.
1: In order what was to the fight, third? The, the holy symbol of Ravenkind will weaken him.
6: Mm. That sounds good.
1: He cannot stand the sight of it, you see. Ooh! Luds like straws
5: yes. like to hide all their helpful things, Evelyn, so that no one like us can come in and stab them
1: where they don't like to be stabbed. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said your name was Diaf? Yes. What did Madame Eva tell you?
2: Well, unlike these three, I don't have a uh, an object to seek, but rather an obstacle. I was only told to find. Treasure beyond amber doors.
1: Ah uh, yes. I believe that is a reference to the Amber Temple, a sanctuary of good once, now fallen to evil. He says that will require a bit of a journey along the frozen Solenka Pass, up into the Mount Gacas. There the temple lies buried in the mountainside. Do you know why they call it the Amber Temple?
2: i imagine it was covered in hardened tree sap. In a way, you are right.
1: The great evil trapped there in amber. Evil trapped inside? Yes. So they say. The records of this place are quite old. The amber temple predates pretty much everything else in this realm. It has existed since the earliest days of time itself. Guarded by...
3: I there a long time ago. I don't know if there's one there now. Well, there could be the remains of one.
1: You see, Strahd destroyed the order when he came to the valley. That sucks.
5: The silver dragon would have been a good ally for any of
1: those that want to destroy an evil. He may yet still be. A great deal of unrest lingers in Argen Vostholt, the dragon's old domain.
6: There might still be dragons there, you mean?
3: Well, they say one died there a long time ago. I don't know if there's one there now. Well, there could be the remains of one that's still alive.
5: Which that I just really hope we don't have to deal with that. Just, I'm just throwing that out there right now.
1: <laughs>
5: Not fun. Undead anything. Those dusties, guys. Just throwing that out there.
1: Tell me about this woman, Palton. Oh well, this woman,
7: I am um, I am fated to meet her, and I totally, definitely remember everything I was told about her specifically. It wasn't written in some kind of notebook that is not currently on me. That's what anybody was wondering, but. <laughs> But uh, there was something with uh, there was like a card and it had like I think mist on it or something and something that's something along those lines. I don't know. Uh, I'm probably not going to remember any of this anyway. So I mean, <laughs> anyone
1: uh, else to jump this at. everybody can make intelligence checks. Paulton, you have disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> I assume so. Uh, and uh, and D, you can't make the check because you weren't there when the fortune was read. I
7: decided.
3: I I'm, I'm going to help. And she takes a, a mug of water and throws yes. it onto Paulton. Oh, nice. Oh, no.
1: move. All right. Uh, Paulton, you're shocked back into your senses. Oh, okay. No disadvantage yeah. for you. Oh, okay. Cool.
3: Helping. I
6: actually okay. remember what she told you. Oh, very good. Paulton, if you want to know, I can tell you.
7: Yes, yeah, yeah, so that would be great. I greatly appreciate it.
6: You're welcome. Maybe you could just like, maybe like wrap me into one of your songs or something next time. Oh. <laughs> uh.
7: no promises
6: okay well that's fair anyway make it quick please uh she said something to you like something like this Donna wanders this world alone something about saint markovia's abbey mm, and yeah, uh talking back to me now. that you were looking for a mentor or something mm. something like that that's what i remember that's, awesome. That's
1: all coming back to me. It was, um, how did you all do on your intelligence checks? well I got
6: a uh, 19. Very good. Got 16.
1: Very good. three <laughs> All right. Uh, by the way, um, Evelyn, you get inspiration. Ooh, which means mm. that uh, when you want to spend it, you can ro- you get advantage on the check that you spend it on. Cool. Thanks. Just a, just a reminder a couple of others of you have inspiration still from the last session.
6: What did I get inspiration I for? Head.
1: You get inspiration for Remembering So Well, the card, uh, oh. reads, Alton. Thanks. Yeah, because it turns out to be an important little bit of information. Um, so uh, Strix, you rolled a 19, you said? that anybody will yeah. higher than a 19? Nope? Okay. No? Okay. Uh, Strix, you remember the words fairly clearly, but then again, everything that Madame Ava told you is sort of burned into your skull. Uh, she said, Avistana wanders this land alone, searching for her mentor. She does not stay in one place for long. Seek her out at St. Markovia's Abbey near the mists.
6: Just like I said.
1: Uh, do you reveal that?
5: Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell him what, what I remember. And it's like, after she told me that I have family here and they're horrible.
1: When you say that, Rictavio goes pale. Um, and he says, no, that cannot be.
6: Why? Why can't it?
1: Which Which part? <laughs> uh You see, he sort of becomes lost uh kind of deep in his own mind um almost like uh it it's triggered uh, a memory of something that he had all but forgotten uh, but he doesn't answer you uh he sort of gives d a uh, um a look d and you can make an insight check to see if you read him correctly I'm definitely going to do that doop,
5: doop, doop. um Oh, I got a twenty! Ha-ha. Wow,
1: excellent! Uh, he gives you. A good today. <laughs> he, he gives you a look, which says, "Get them out of here."
3: Oh, all right. Uh, Without
1: actually saying the words, he's he's. This conversation, as far as he's concerned, is over. He wants nothing more to do with them.
3: Uh, who wants to go dance again? Wait, hold
7: up! Well, I, hey, I didn't get hey, to do a thing. Everyone else go got dance. to learn a thing. I didn't learn then, a thing.
3: Uh, D op- uh, opens the door. Unfortunately, uh, Poulton is still wedged up against it and he kind of slides open as well.
7: Uh, <laughs> Hold up.
3: <laughs> uh, usher everybody, I'm gonna, out. everybody I'm gonna, out.
5: I'm going to get real out. close to Rictavio Tavio and say... Cutter, if you don't help us, we're not going to be able to get out of here, and neither are you. We need to know exactly what you know, or we're going to be in big trouble. And I'm going to use an intimidation
1: check. All right, boy,
5: don't
3: uh, talk him like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
5: twenty-two,
1: twenty-two. Uh, you are certainly intimidating, and his his he he looks at you with a sort of a deadly earnestness, uh, but he with a tinge of of fear um, in his eyes. And uh, he says, if I tell you what I know, you will be cursed. You will be damned and you will fail. I cannot help you anymore. I hope you understand. And uh, he says, "D, remove them. As I'm being shoved out of the room, I'm like, but what
6: was that third
1: artifact
6: again? Uh, I just see, wanted to write Strix. it down.
1: It's the Tome of Strahd. Uh, Strix, no, he, ba- one. He, he sort of physically backs away from you. Like he is afraid to engage in any form of confrontation with you.
6: I, I had the
4: time. Right. If
6: you
5: need and help, I'm I'm telling him right now. I look at him really intently. I say, if you need help, we're here to
1: help you. No, you don't understand. I am cursed. If I help you, you will fail.
5: I oh, I understand that, but I'm just saying. You know, you never know. Curses can be broken. That's that's says, all for now. He
1: says, "This was a fact. This was aistani curse. I can say no more."
5: That one might not be able to be broken so easily. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, we're still here, so.
1: He says, go downstairs. There's someone waiting for you. Be careful.
5: Right. Oh, okay. I'm getting a little freaked out. <laughs> like,
3: all right. D best of luck to you. D, D all but bodily picks everybody. <laughs> and yeah. And, like, all the- of them and kind of shoves them, at, maneuvers them <laughs> out the door.
1: He says, as you uh, leave, may the morning Lord protect you.
6: Amen.
5: There you go, Evelyn. We get no answers, but we always get one of those thrown at us. Right.
4: <laughs>
6: and isn't it great? I I say, Diath, did you hear what the, because there were three artifacts. And she's like obsessing. She just can't get over this the three Thomas, artifacts thing. The,
2: Thomas Rod, the holy symbol of Ravenkind and the sun sword.
6: Sun sword. I knew it was one that sounded real fancy and interesting. I would love to have a sun sunsword.
2: Well, the sun
6: sword is in Castle Ravenloft, Evelyn.
2: It's That's, also not for you.
5: It's, Why not? Be, it was It was, It was. was my reading. Are you trying to take my reading from, from me? Come on. You gotta let Strix have one little thing, okay?
7: Hey, I'm of the course. one who apparently needs to find the triggering lady, so I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know. I don't Are like we
5: that. arguing as we're walking down the stairs? Yeah.
7: <laughs> I'm, I'm like, kind of a
2: quick finger to kind of shush everyone. And then I'll um, kind of stealth my way to the balcony and peek around to see if I see any particular figure or person who was not there before.
1: Uh, yes. When you uh, step out of Octavio's room onto the balcony and look down into the tap room below, you can see that there are two, sorry, three town guards uh, that have entered the establishment. Uh, two are standing near the door and one is closer to the bar uh, currently. Um, uh in a very close face-to-face conversation with Danica Martikov um uh the rest of the bar is dead quiet uh, you can still see the two huntsmen uh, wolf hunters in the corner uh, you can see that the drunken brothers uh have sort of retreated to the shadows near the bar and the other patrons all seem to shrink away um melt away into the shadows uh and uh Um, Are you trying not to be seen? I'm trying not to be seen, yeah. Okay. Uh, Then you hear, you can easily overhear uh, one of the guards uh, asking Danica where um, the uh, visitors have gone. And she's explaining that they have visitors here. Uh, They're settling in. Um, But there's nothing nothing uh, at all menacing about them in fact they're looking forward to the festival of the blazing sun um they were very excited to hear about it she tells him tells this guard and the guard says yes i'm sure where are they <laughs>
3: uh, dean okay. who's still holding most of the party like sees the guards over the balcony and just kind of doesn't about face with the rest
1: of- yes. <laughs> at that point it's pretty hard to disguise your presence um and the the guards do look up onto the balcony at that point and see uh, D and everybody else. Shit. there. Uh, I need to look
2: around. Is there any windows or anything up here? Good
1: question. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So up here on the balcony, um, where you're standing, uh, you're not too far from the door to Rick Tavio's room. Right. Uh, then there's the, ba- there's the back wall. The, the balcony basically hugs a wall um, in which are set two doors, one fairly close to you, and then another at the far end of the balcony right at the top of the stairs leading down to the tap room. Uh, the first door is literally an arm's reach away. The other door is about 20 feet away.
2: All right. Uh, is the first door Rictavio's or is the, or the
1: uh, one? that's the, there's Rictavio's door to your immediate r- or to your right. Then there's this door closest to you, uh, right behind you. And then okay. there's the third door at the top of the stairs further left. Gotcha.
6: Yes, why are you trying to escape? Maybe they just want to talk to us.
2: Did you not see the people out in the, the, the shackles or whatever?
1: Um, now, uh, uh, as you are looking around, Diath, make a perception check. Certainly. Ha! Oh, nat 20. Whoa!
5: The little heh really helped.
1: Yeah, 26 total then. Uh, you will be thrilled to learn that <laughs> be- between the door to Rictavio's room and the door closest to you, you spot a secret door set into <laughs> the wood-paneled wall. Yeah, I immediately opened that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be well-oiled. It opens up quite effortlessly and leads to a um, a darkened hallway with what appears to be a secret staircase leading down at the far end. There is also a small window at the top of that staircase.
2: Awesome. So there's a way out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to open that up and start waving everyone else in. Just
1: come on, we're out of here. All right, you guys going to follow Diath through the escape tunnel? Absolutely. Of course. Mm -hmm. All right.
2: We are not going to bring attention to ourselves
1: yet. Okay. Um, So you go piling into the secret door. Uh, Who's pulling up the rear?
5: I'm behind
1: (laughs) Diath. Yeah. So it goes Diath, Strix. Who's next?
6: I'll shove drunk Paulton in before me and then. Okay.
1: <laughs> Palton, Evelyn. Uh, and uh, are you accompanying them, D? I
3: Yeah, I am.
1: All right. Uh, you hear one of the guards call out to you, D, to halt. Yeah.
7: halt. Hey, don't, don't halt. Be right back. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: good. Don't halt. All right. Then you disappear through the secret door. Are you going to close it behind you or leave the secret door open? Oh, I am going to close it. Oh, I guess it's up to Deidre. Yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> I also want to point out that as I since if I am leading us down here, uh, okay. I do the dungeon delver feat. So if there's any other additional secret doors or traps or whatever, I have automatic advantage rolls on all of those. So. Very nice. good. Very good.
1: Uh when you get to the end of this short <laughs> hall, uh you can you close the door. You can see down the staircase um and it leads to basically a landing on the ground floor which appears to be just a dead end. And that's an, that's an obvious sign to you that there's another secret door at the far end. And uh, based on some smells and sounds coming up the staircase, you think that the other end of this secret staircase leads down, back down to the kitchen. Perfect. Um, now, uh, you're at the top of the stairs looking down, right behind you over your shoulder is a window which looks out over one side of the inn. You're on the second floor looking down, you can see a couple guards stationed outside, um, uh, almost right below the window. They don't seem to be looking up at you and haven't taken any notice of you whatsoever. They seem to be just standing guard or watching for maybe somebody coming out the back or whatever.
2: Okay. So in this window faces uh, a different side of the
1: inn? It's not like the yes, entrance side or whatever? that is correct. It is not facing the entrance side of the inn. Okay. Uh, it's facing what you would assume to be uh, one of the sort of the inn's flanks. Um, if uh, if you were to and and uh, looking out through the window, you can see uh, some uh, some buildings across the street. Okay, how many of them were there? There are two guards out there. Two. Okay. And they obviously look like they're—they're they're trying to be vigilant and looking for signs of maybe somebody trying to slip out a back door or otherwise sneak around the sides of the inn. Right.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm gonna head down down the stairs towards okay. the, uh,
1: the the supposed dead end to where it looks like it would meet up with the kitchen. Yes, you have no trouble spotting from this side the secret door. Okay. Um,
2: pull over. You know, where- with that there, I'm actually going to wait a moment. Yeah. I can't hear if the guards are running up the stairs to where we initially entered this hidden passage.
1: Very good. Make a perception check. Actually, you all can at this point, if you're all following DF. Perception checks.
6: Oh, not twenty.
1: Whoa, look at all the Nat 20s being. I, know. To
6: <laughs> I told you these new dice are fire.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, some combination. So that's twenty-one. Yeah, absolutely. Some combination. But you can clearly hear that guards are running up the staircase from the tap room to the balcony, uh, likely to find out where you all disappeared. to. perfect. Which means they're not down here anymore. So with that, we'll uh, open
2: up this uh, secret passageway, uh, this hidden door uh, into the kitchen area.
1: All right. Uh, when you do, uh, you sort of uh, pull it open to reveal you're sort of in the corner wall of the kitchen across from the hearth, um, not too far from what you assume to be the back door of the kitchen leading outside. Uh, there are also doors in the kitchen leading to what you believe to be a storage or pantry, and then the one leading out to the tap room. All of the doors are shut, and uh, you can see that the only individual in the kitchen right now is Erwin Martikov, the innkeeper, and uh, he has. Uh, he is currently loading a heavy crossbow, Holy shit. Uh, he's pulling up on the strings, using his foot essentially to uh, uh, hold down one end of the crossbow while he tightens the strings on this thing. And uh, he hasn't—he's so—he's cursing up a storm because it doesn't look like he's used the crossbow in a while, and he's not accustomed to how just much strength it takes to pull the string back. Okay. And as he's fighting with it, you can hear him curse up a storm. He's completely oblivious to you um, at that point in time.
6: The innkeeper was like on our side, right? He was the one telling them not to.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go up whatever. and I'm
6: like, here, let me help you. Oh, I no, run up and, no, don't.
1: and And Strix, as you sort of poke your head in, you're sort of alarmed by the fact that this distraction with the guards coming uh, has drawn him away from his pastries. Which My pastries!
5: Are, they're, in the, they're
1: in the hearth. And you can see if they're there much longer, they're going to be charred. Oh,
5: I just quickly hustle over and take them out.
1: When you, when you do that, uh, he's both surprised to see you because he was so wrapped up in his own affairs, but also delighted that you, uh, you took the initiative to save <laughs> it. Which, which you did. No. Oh, oh, so yes, just, like, can't burn these pastries, man. Yes. You set them down delicately on the table and make sure they're all uh, all good. Also, that's a hell of a crossbow. <laughs> right? Let me help too. Yeah, he says, never know when things like these come in handy. Don't want to fight with the guards, but will if necessary. I'd rather you not fight. We're trying yeah. to avoid bloodshed.
5: Don't fight. We need to get out of here and be quiet about it so that we don't bring any badness upon your lovely inn.
2: Uh, I'll you. immediately uh, head over to the uh, door that le- leads over into open tavern area. Either placing my ear, o- ear onto it or cracking yep. it open just to see if there's any other guards still waiting for us.
1: If uh, I can get out of here without fighting. I will. Uh, you can hear Danica Martakov saying, probably to the in a loud enough voice that you can certainly hear. Everybody in the inn can certainly hear. Uh, you think she's talking aloud because the guards are going upstairs, and she's saying. We have guests up there. they don't like to be disturbed. uh You won't <laughs> find anything. We run an honest establishment here uh, and uh but uh, she says if you if you gentlemen come back down, we will give you drinks. How does that sound? Is all good all is well, as the burgomaster says, right um, but that's it you only hear her voice, okay. And you hear the footfalls of the guards on the second floor. Okay. Does it sound like there are three footfalls? Uh, Yeah, it sounds like three sets of footfalls. Perfect. All right. With that, I'm going to slowly
2: open that door so it doesn't creak super loudly or anything. Uh, 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 When
1: you open the door, you see uh, Danica is looking right in your direction, obviously, because she knows her husband's in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, as soon as she sees you, she just sort of holds up her hand for a minute. You can see she's darting between looking at you and looking up at the balcony. She's got a clear view of both of you.
2: Yep, I'm, I hand on the door, kind of eye contact with her, giving her the nod, just, yep. And
1: mm-hmm. then uh, you hear a door open on the upper floor and uh, guard's moving around, and then she quickly gestures for you to come out like it's clear. Yeah, I look back at the party, I start, everyone, just, come on. All right, you know. we're hustling. Yep. All right, when you hustle back into the tap room, uh, you can see that the patrons have more or less not moved and they're not uttering a sound. They don't seem to be helping or hindering anybody. And uh, there's no evidence of the guards in the room whatsoever. Uh, uh, And uh, Danica whispers to you as you go by that the guards are checking the upstairs bedrooms. Uh, They'll be out on the balcony probably in a couple seconds. So hurry, hurry.
2: Yep. Everyone out the front door, let's go. All right.
6: I just follow all his instructions. Okay.
2: Yep. I make sure the rest of the party gets out before
1: I follow. And
5: make okay. sure my, my hood's up and I'm looking, going fast.
1: Yep. The front doors are open. Um, they were left open when the guards enter. So, uh, and as you look out through the front doors, there are a couple stone steps leading down to the mud and ground. And then there's the overhang of the second story um, uh, uh, level of the inn that sort of uh, keeps the rain uh, from uh, really soaking into the ground here. Uh, but as soon as you run up to the entrance, DF, you can see the path from the inn leads to the main road. There's a shed off to one side and a well off to the other. Uh, but in front of the inn, you can see a contingent of about a half dozen guards. In front of them stands a tall figure with reddish skin with an obvious deformity. Oh uh, no. A oversized limb.
7: Oh it's Isaac.
1: Ah! One of his arms is measurably larger than the other and is clearly of demonic or devilish cast. It's all red with black nails and these sort of barbs uh, growing from the flesh.
3: Oh you love it's Isaac and his weird arm. I mean no fence.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, of- they're,
1: standing, they're standing about 40 feet away from the entrance of the inn, out in the rain, kind of surrounded by mist and fog. Uh, the guards look like the unhappiest sods you've ever seen in their lives. Um, they're standing there with spears uh, and shields uh, bearing um, this sort of uh, wolf head crest. Mm. And then, uh, but Isaac is just standing out there in the rain and uh, as soon as he sees figures in the doorway, he starts, like, uh, uh, tensing, flexing the fingers of his oversized arm. Ew. So what you're saying is they saw us. <laughs> uh, no, what you're saying is that they were, they were hoping that the guards sent into the uh, tavern would bring out uh, the guests uh, so that the confrontation could occur outside rather than inside.
6: Mm-hmm. So they didn't see us.
1: They didn't see you until you started to appear in the doorway of the inn. Uh. And even then, you're not sure what they can see. At best, they could probably see silhouettes of you.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh,
6: I say, Strix, that's your brother. That's the one you wanted to meet. Go say
5: hi. I don't want to meet him. That's not what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? He, He looks like he's
6: super evil. He might be, you're right.
5: What do we do? I don't know what to do. He's going to kill us.
6: Well, don't you have to confront him because of what Madame Eva said anyway?
2: Not here, not now. We're just patrons leaving the tavern. We saw some trouble and we want to leave. You know, if it's hard for us to see what to make them out, maybe they can barely recognize us. So let's just calmly and conspicuously walk off to the side, to the opposite side of the tavern from where we saw those guards. All right. Everyone, Cool. All
6: right, if you say so.
7: Strix, your brother looks kind of like a douche. I didn't want to say it. I'm
5: gonna have to I'm gonna have to agree with you, but I feel very, very lucky that I did not get that side of the family because that arm is real ugly.
7: Yeah, right. You go out uh, and- as
3: as the adventurers head off to one direction away from the guards. Uh D goes up to the guards and is like, Oi, you lost. I've got some magic.
1: You want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, while you guys sort of withdraw into the inn a bit, you see your your towering um, uh, carnival <laughs> uh, attraction. <laughs> uh, go out there and uh, start regaling them with a card trick. Uh, so a D, you pull out your cards and uh, you perf- you begin to perform one of the tricks that Rictavio taught you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Is your goal then to try to distract them or? Yes, uh, it's just
3: distraction. It's not to actually do well at the the trick. I'm not actually very good at it. (laughs) Uh, But look, just an ordinary pack of cards.
1: All right. Make a deception check. If you don't have the deception skill, which I'd be surprised if you did, uh, that would be a charisma check.
6: Okay. right.
1: Opposed by the insight check of one Isaac Strasny.
3: Oh, um, 18.
1: Wow. That's pretty good. Wow.
3: You are at a circus.
5: (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Um, All right. Uh, So the rest of you, uh, what do you do when Dee goes out and starts doing her act? You've all sort of withdrawn a little bit out of sight, as it were. Yeah.
6: I, I definitely am like trying to find somewhere to hide, but I'm not willing to leave Dee behind. Okay. She's in danger, uh, so I'm like, Anna, wow.
1: Jenica will come up behind you and sort of give you the lowdown. Uh, so you probably don't want to run up the stairs to the balcony, because you'll almost certainly run into those three guards, unless you want to run into those three guards. Um, however, if you do, and you can get up the stairs fast enough to the first door at the top of the stairs, that's the master bedroom. And she tells you there is a secret door in the ceiling of the master bedroom that leads up to the attic.
2: That's our best bet. We don't have time time to debate, let's go. Conversely.
1: (laughs) Come on. Also in the master bedroom, there is a secret door in one of the walls that leads to the loft of the stable house that's attached to the back of the inn.
6: What a well-built place with all these secret doors.
1: She says, yes. Uh, So you can either hide up in the attic, and they probably won't find you there because it's really well hidden. Or you can sneak out into the loft of the barn, and we have a couple horses back there that you could use. Are our horses in there too? Or you could just, well, you probably left them out front for now. Yeah. Probably tied off somewhere, uh, Valentina and Walter. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, You can either hide in in the hayloft of the barn, or you can try to slip out through the barn doors. Although chances are if the guards are watching the other doors, they'll be watching the barn door.
6: Well, I just don't want to leave poor Dee by herself with those guards. That's my prim- primary problem right now. So I just I want agree.
3: to make sure nothing... As here. you can see, I have nothing <laughs> up my sleeve. <seat. laughs> <laughs> she
7: Guys, she's done this
3: nothing here.
7: She's a champion among whatever she was. We won't be leaving her behind. We won't be just
2: escaping out on horses and leaving everything aback. All right, let's gonna take our chances with that loft. Then let's move. Okay.
1: All right. Um, uh, so D, uh, you see uh, the guards and uh, Izek tell you. Or first of all, uh, Izek says, "Who or what are you?"
3: Circus performer. (laughs) We're new in town. I belong to the circus of the great Octavio.
1: He says... Rictavio. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He says...
1: I don't see see anything great about him, and I don't see anything particularly great about you, you stupid woman.
3: (gasps) Rictavio's the best!
1: (laughs) (laughs) He says... Have you been sent out here to deliver some sort of message?
3: Oh, uh, no. Just, you know, thought we you know,
1: might- We know that your friends are hiding in the inn. You think Call I have them friends? out? <laughs> Call them out now.
3: Oh, uh, see, I don't really have friends. We just kind of wander around as circus folk.
1: It says, my guard saw you take them across town to this place.
3: Oh, the strangers. Oh, they're long gone. Sorry. Are they? Yes. Make, uh, a, decept-
1: make a deception check. Or a charisma check in this case. Okay.
4: Ooh.
1: He's going okay.
4: to mess you up. Okay.
1: He's <laughs> going to mess you up. All right. Um, Don't you ruin this for us. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, roll initiative.
7: Oh, God. Oh,
1: no. Everyone. No. Everyone, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. We'll oh. We'll start no. with Strix. Oh,
5: God. got five.
1: Five. DF 22. 22. Evelyn. 17. And Paulton. Seven. And D. 13. Oops, I'm writing in the wrong place. Shit. 17, 17. Oh I sorry I didn't add my bonus,
5: so it would have been seven.
1: Oh uh okay. So <laughs> I didn't count seven.
5: right. We're so, safe. <laughs> and
1: Paulton are both on seven. Um Whoa. Which, of you, which of you has the higher uh dexterity?
5: Oh Paulton for sure. <laughs> okay.
1: And I'm sorry, D, you rolled a
3: thirteen. Six.
1: Okay and Isaac and the guards um okay so uh um, this is really an event triggered by Isaac and the guards so uh and they are both faster than d uh
6: no d
1: yeah <laughs> uh so uh, uh Isaac holds out um his big hand and uh, one of the guards hands him his battle axe, and then he takes that weapon with both hands and tries to split you in half, oh, like a small sapling. <laughs> and you're both about Ow. the same. You're both about the same height um, and size. Uh, so he brings his battle axe down upon you, uh, uh, and his first swing is not particularly accurate. He only rolled an eleven on the attack roll. <laughs> which I assume is not enough to hit your armor class.
3: Uh, no. no. All right.
1: Uh, and then uh, he will bring the axe around and try to uh, cleave you in two. Uh, this time he rolls a 17
3: on the attack. Oh, just barely makes it. All righty. my dice? Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> and uh, he does uh, 21 points of damage. What the What? The
4: who did that?
1: That's All
7: right.
4: did
1: it. Uh, Your
5: brother and sucks. And then I didn't say that he was great.
7: You and said him. he was great. I heard it. You're that.
5: drunk. I heard <laughs>
7: you with my own mouth. Our
5: friend's in trouble and you're drunk. I hate this party.
7: i <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a great time at the party. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about.
1: At that point, um, falling upon D like a mob are the guards uh, with with Isak, and there are six of them. Uh, so they just oh! sort of, they all sort of jump you. Um, uh, one of them is going to miss. One of them is going to hit. Uh, two more are going to miss, and one of the other last two are going to hit. So you're you're struck twice, D. And uh, spears sink into your flesh, and each of them does four hit points. So that's another eight hit oh. points total. Um, their spears have far less impact than Isaac's axe. And uh, he says, call your friends out now. And uh, it is your turn, D. What do you do?
3: Um, I say, if they decide they're my friends, then I'm sure not going to call for them, am I? and i um do i do i get multi-attack is that a
1: thing? uh well as it happens your character yeah you can make either three melee attacks or two ranged attacks
3: i'm gonna do three melee
1: okay and uh, typically that would be like two stabs of your spear and right. one bashing strike with your shield
3: yes get him d Shield bash.
1: all right so first spear attack this is plus seven to hit uh, sixteen. Uh, that is enough to cut through Ezek's studded leather armor. Okay. Nice. So you do a total. You do um. Uh, since you're using one hand, you'll do two d six and add four to the damage.
3: Uh, ten.
1: All right. And now your shield bash.
3: Bash. Uh, that is twenty two.
1: Uh, twenty two is a hit. And this does 2d4 plus 4.
3: Uh, 7.
1: All right. Uh, wait,
3: wait, wait.
0: 11. 11.
1: Okay. okay, great. Uh, and when you strike him in the face with your shield, he, makes, he fails his saving throw, and you knock him prone. You get, another, yeah. you get another spear attack. All right. And because he's prone, you make this attack with advantage. Ooh. Oh. So roll two dice and take the best result.
3: 19.
1: Earth. okay, that's a hit. Yes. So you do another 2d6 plus four.
3: Uh,
2: nine. Okay. Meta comment, we should keep D around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give him the D. Yep. Yep, she's got some force that one. The force is strong in her. Uh okay, now we hop to the regular initiative count and DF, you rolled highest of your party. Now okay. um you are in the main tap room. You don't have a direct line of sight to what's happening, but you can clearly hear a battle has unfolded outside in the rain.
3: You can hear, "Don't touch my friends!" Yeah,
1: and you also hear uh, guards rummaging around in one of the upstairs bedrooms. So if you and and you hear uh, Danica reminding you that if you want to get to your hiding spot, you have to run up the stairs and go into the master bedroom really fast.
2: Right. Oh, boy.
6: We have to help Dee!
5: We can't leave her.
2: You're right. Yeah, she was okay.
6: <laughs> You're still drunk! Go <laughs> sober up, and then you can take part in party decisions.
2: Uh, I won't let... I'm not going to let anyone put their life on the line for us. Not like this. Uh, okay. Yes. All right. Do it. Oh. Do it. Yep, All right. I'm going back out at the front of the door. Yeah. yeah. All right. Take out
5: your hitting sticks. It's time yeah. for
1: some fun. Cool. Yay. I'll stay
2: here. Don't worry. You That's got what
1: it. I wanted to do. All right. So heading out towards
2: the front. Yes. Yeah, uh, so you
1: can run outside um, um, uh, right out the front door and get within about 20 feet of D. Okay. So um. and the guards
0: Okay. And when you run out Hi. there,
1: yeah, you can see D is literally surrounded by seven individuals, one of whom is lying on his back in the mud uh, as D rips her spear out of his shoulder.
2: Yeah, and there's like spears and stuff like poking all at her and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, I have a question because I actually haven't done this before. I know you can use uh, two-weapon or dual-weapon fighting with um like light or finesse weapons. Yes. And can I... Do that with range attacks? Like, if I pulled out two daggers and just threw them, could I do that? Is that an option? Um, yeah.
1: So let me just double. Let me just double check the uh, fate description here and make sure it's not melee weapons only. I haven't
2: messed around with the uh, two weapon fighting a whole lot myself.
1: Well, yeah, and so yeah, uh, with dual weapon. Uh, you master fighting with two weapons, blah 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 blah. Um, you can start. Uh, that's nothing. Okay, so yes, you can. If you have the daggers, you can just start hucking them like a madman.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll come out with and just like right from uh, where they're sheathed, just dagger at one, and dagger at another. Okay. To uh to, to the standing ones, ones that look like they're uh, okay.
1: You want to try to uh, attack two different targets to get both of their attentions, or or you want to tr- have have them both sink into one is that your goal
2: it's gonna be two different targets okay now are they within five feet of my ally uh yes they all are excellent so then i would have sneak attack on these dagger throws against them huh
1: uh we have sneak attack on or just one once per turn right i think it's once per turn yeah yeah all right um so on, on probably i guess the uh you can pick which one you want to get sneak attack on. Whichever one hits. Yep. <laughs> All right, uh, so All make right. your attack rolls.
2: Yeah, so I'll come out with dagger and just one and yeah. another, one and another. Yeah, you uh-huh. don't have
1: to declare your sneak attack
2: until you've hit a target. Okay, oh, wow, okay. How about a 24 and a 23? Holy craps. Uh, yeah, two hits. All right, so we'll, we'll sneak attack the first okay. one then. Yep. Uh, that one will take,
1: oops, oh, dropping dice. 14 damage. Ow. Okay. Uh, So, 14 damage. You stick that right through his neck. (laughs) And uh, he starts to gush blood. He clutches his neck. He spins around. His eyes go wide. And he kind of drops to his knees in the mud on the ground. And you can tell by looking at his eyes, he's dead. He just hasn't hit the ground yet. Awesome. The second one. Second dagger isn't a super cool sneak attack, but, oh, still does four, eight points of damage. Okay. Uh, that one, you sort of stick him right in the back of his shoulder blade and uh, causes him to scream in pain, but he is still standing.
2: Okay. And then I take a moment to kind of just kind of gulp for a moment and realize what a, what danger I'm in. Indeed. Yeah. It's like, All well,
1: right. I'm helping. Uh, Evelyn. Sorry, uh, my mistake. Uh, This would be, no, I'm right. Evelyn, uh, you rolled a 17 on your initiative. You go next.
6: When I want to take inspiration, do I have to say it before I roll the attack or do I do it if I rolled something bad? You can wait. Okay. Uh, I want to come out from the door like in a fit of holy (laughs) rage with. Light fall my battle axe over my shoulder, using my winged boots to just like torpedo myself <laughs> toward. Actually, could you <laughs> give me, give me a, a a little description of like how how badly hurt is Strix's brother right now?
1: Um, it's I still a kind little of want to talk to him. You know? It's a little hard to tell, and I'll I'll say I'll tell you why because when you run out in the front of the inn, you see that the battle happening on this path between the inn and the road, uh, is taking place in sort of a, uh, misty rain. And there is like a layer of fog that's sort of covering the ground at about two and a half feet high, basically waist high. And, uh, what's happened is, uh, D has clearly hit Strix's brother so hard with her spear or her shield that she's knocked him to the ground. So he's kind of lying in the fog. Mm-hmm. It makes it sort of hard to really gauge what his current health is. Um, You do see that D is obviously wounded, and there's a wounded guard of the five still remaining guards. The sixth guard, as you watch, just plops down face first in the mud (laughs) with a dagger stuck in his neck.
6: (laughs) Nice. Uh, So what's the most uh, pressing threat to D right now? Uh,
1: Right now, it's the five guards that are surrounding her and stabbing her to death with spears. Okay.
6: Okay. There's no mechanic that would allow me to just like try to bowl over a whole bunch of them or anything, is there? Okay. No, no. So I'm just gonna head for the closest one to D that's like looking like it's about to hit her. Yeah. And I'm I scream something to the effect of like shelter the light and I bring lightfall to bear. Yeah. Uh, having cast divine no not divine smite this time just just bring lightfall. Okay. Down on one of the guards.
1: All right, make your attack roll.
6: Do do do. Oh <laughs> preserve <laughs> the wow. like these dice. <laughs> okay, so and that's a 26 uh, with my attack bonus. So I don't yeah. I won't be needing that inspiration.
1: Right, yes. So roll roll your weapon die damage, which for your battle axe is a d8. Oh and I
6: that- meant to say, uh, can I retcon this? This is yeah. two, I don't know. But I meant to say that I was wielding it two-handed instead oh, okay. of normal with my shield and one like that. I was just okay. like, ah,
1: so roll so, a D 10 Yeah, and add it to the max damage that you would deal for the weapon. So,
6: Oh no, <laughs> it was a one and then <laughs> my damage is plus four. So that would be okay. five
1: plus <laughs> 10 because you do max damage on top of that. So 15 total. Yay! All right. Yay! Uh, you split that guard and kill him oh. instantly.
4: Oh Jesus.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, and can you? Then,
6: did, can we just appreciate for a second that I rolled a nat 20 and then a nat 1,
4: like, <laughs> yeah, right sure in right. a row?
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, it is Ezek's turn. Uh, he will climb to his feet, and he will uh, take his axe and use it to hack into D. Um, he rolled a total of 20, which is going to hit you, D. Ah.
3: Oh.
1: And uh, he does... Uh, Nineteen points of damage. Oh
4: my god! What? I'm all right. Jeez,
6: <laughs>
1: And then he'll take his second swing, uh, which will be a twenty-two to hit.
5: As an asshole.
1: And it does eight, 17 points of damage. Oh my god!
6: D, you're pretty darn strong.
1: <laughs> How you doing?
4: I'm all right. I'm in
1: the okay. Uh, and then the let's see, four remaining guards. Are going to try to stab you. Um, oh, one of them is a crit, uh, and then of the the one that uh, DF wounded missed you, ha! two others two others hit you for four each, so that's eight points of damage. Eh. And the one <laughs> and the one who uh, crit you does, uh, lay on hands. <laughs> does twelve points of damage. Eh.
6: Hmm. Jeez, that's a lot of hit points.
1: How you doing?
3: I've been better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a it's all, right. all right. Holy cow. And then it is uh Paulton's turn. I'm sorry, no, my mistake. It is D's uh, turn.
3: All right. Uh shield bash.
1: <laughs> all right.
3: Um multi attack.
1: Yep. Uh, all
3: right. So uh, that one does not hit.
1: Okay. You get uh, two stabs of your spear.
3: Um,
1: 18. 18 is a hit. Uh, are you attacking Ezek? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. And then uh, 19. Okay. You're going to have two hits on Ezek, and they're All both right. going to do 2d4 plus 4 points of damage. Or sorry, 2d6 plus Mm -hmm. 4. 13
3: and... Okay.
1: Ooh. 12. All right. He takes both of those. um, But it's now starting to look uh, a bit bloodied from that experience. Uh, Paulton. Yeah. Okay,
7: so it's still... Is it still me and Strix inside yes okay so i walk up and i'm still i'm still a little intoxicated so i'm like yes go get the guys and kill the dudes and i i start running over and i trip okay I fall into strix's arms okay yeah. as i and as i oh. sure i drunkenly cast invisibility on her what Whoa. can Strix, i do that
1: you are now invisible what and <laughs> we can't see you. Which means, which, him, means Hol- which means Holly, you have to actually get out of frame so we can't see. You. Oh
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Go
1: get go him, Holly. Ah, it's all right.
5: You invisible. Now I can't hear anything.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's your turn.
5: <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I'm invisible. You are. Um, well, I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk outside, and um, I'm you invisible.
1: See, you can see this fiendish man duking it out with your new friend D.
5: All right. I'm very upset at this, but I want this guy to know that he's my brother because I okay. feel like it might freak him out a little bit. So from the invisible shadows and a good distance away from getting stabbed, I'm going to, I'm going to yell, Isaac, stop fighting. I, you have family. I'm your sister. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see any, but you know, just saying <laughs> All the guards.
1: All right. Uh, I know you're a
5: demon. Me too. It's
1: weird,
5: <laughs> but it's okay. Uh,
1: you can make a persuasion check at disadvantage because he can't see you.
5: Because he can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna use my inspiration and get rid of that.
1: Well, oh. You might want to wait because you might yeah. roll really well regardless. So no, uh, roll that's your true. two roll your two dice and take the lower result. Okay. All right.
5: And then. All right. Yeah, um, I'm gonna use it.
1: Okay. <laughs> In that, so that case, Twenty-four. All right, uh, very good. Uh, you you get him to certainly you've certainly got his attention. Uh, he, he perks up as soon as he hears your words.
5: I'll show you where I am if you stop fighting.
1: <laughs> Excellent. And then um, it is. Uh, do you want to take any other action, Strix?
5: Oh, I'm also going to cast Mage Armor on myself which probably okay. then makes me visible. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Balton. All right. Um, DF, would you yeah. like to do anything after you hear Strix call this out? I, um,
2: quick pull out another dagger. Keep it in my hand. Uh, I'll ready action. it uh, seems like um, guy on ground or whatever. Continues um, uh, continues any kind of hostilities or attacks, or whatever. Then I'll react off of that, but I won't continue uh, combat at this moment.
1: Okay. Uh, all right. Um, it is uh, Evelyn's turn. Evelyn,
6: I uh, would like to. Pray to Lathander and lay on hands onto uh, D, and I okay. say, "Be healed, my new friend, by the holy light of Lathander. You came back, of course, <laughs> uh, and so that means I need to. Uh, I can restore level my level plus five hit points, right? Yeah. So nine.
2: Yeah. Yay! It's like ten percent of her health.
1: <laughs>
6: right yeah i'm doing my best (laughs) (laughs) you're just very big and very strong
1: yep all right um so how are you looking now d a little bit better
6: yeah a little bit better exactly nine points better
1: all right uh will uh attempt to take your head off oh god okay (laughs) he uh, obviously
5: doesn't care. <laughs> Me or D? Uh D. Oh good.
1: <laughs> uh cuz uh she she humiliated him. Uh
2: um, have my ready to action go off and throw the dagger into it beforehand. You sure can. All right. going gotta do that. Okay. Ah. Uh 16. That is going to hit him. Okay. This this will still sneak attack, won't it? Yes, it will. New turn. Yep. All right. Um, I don't want it to kill him.
1: For the record. (laughs) So. Well, um, you don't really have a choice with a pointy weapon. (laughs) Right. So if I told you I did. Sorry, you you got twenty hit hit points back. Not. not, Oh. uh, Oh, not nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Oh wait. It's level times. Mm. I'm sorry, uh
2: DF. All right, so if I hit him for 16. Yep. Before right. his uh, axe comes out onto Deidre? Yes.
1: Okay. Uh you do. Okay. And uh he still he weathers that he survives it, but he's obviously in great pain and then embeds deep into his flesh and stays there. Uh he will uh, sorry, his first attack hit uh and that will do uh 14, uh 19 points of damage, D. His second attack uh, will also hit, and it will do uh, sixteen points of damage.
2: I uh, tried to stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: So, and uh, you're still holding your feet. You're still you're still standing, D. Uh, yes. Great. Oh, God.
3: Just barely.
1: All right. Uh, the guards will the remaining guards will try to stabby stabby you. Uh, one of them misses, one of them hits, the second one hits, and the third one hits, but no crits this time. Right. Uh, so you will end up taking another 12 points of damage.
3: Elf. Uh, these swaying on our feet. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. And Ezek uh, says Since I can't kill your friend, <laughs> let's talk. Yes.
6: That sounds reasonable.
1: He says, if, if, you are, if you are my sister, then tell me what was the name of our mother?
5: I, I, I have no idea, dude. <laughs> I was an orphan, but I know I'm your sister. Look, I got horns. See? See? cannot see <laughs> i pull my hood back okay
1: you're, I... not, you're not invisible anymore
5: no no i'm not invisible i okay. cast mage armor so oh, i've okay. broken it yeah
1: well it wouldn't have actually oh wouldn't have no no oh. no is, is it, it's
7: okay. okay give her like an hour oh, you know yeah. you're right
1: yeah you're right you're right so yes your spell is gone when he sees you he says is it really you
5: uh, it is? I think so. I definitely don't have a crazy arm, but...
1: He just sort of pushes with his crazy arm, he pushes D side oh, and,
5: gonna...
1: and, and literally comes and... running at oh. you, Strix.
5: Oh, no! I'm taking steps back. It's weird.
1: And uh, he, uh, assuming you don't just sort of disappear or turn into a toad or something, <laughs> he basically, basically scoops you off your feet with the biggest smile on his face and twirls you around.
3: Oh, I'm making
1: the space. Family reunions. That's yes. That's nice. like, kind of nice. Absolutely oh. elated. Like a, a, a dream of 30 years has just come true.
3: Oh.
1: Kind of feel bad about the thing. Why did you
5: check my friends?
1: <laughs> he says it doesn't matter now that we are together.
5: It definitely matters. Sure. Sure. It no, does. It no, no, it for sure does. No, it, it, it definitely doesn't. does. No. <laughs> and and my, that
1: will stop for the night. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm like cutting I'm
5: yeah, like they're, yeah,
1: they're yeah, clearly yeah. you can tell they're clearly related, related at this point because neither of <laughs> them's gonna give an inch on her. <laughs> 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 All right, so we gotta wrap up because uh, Anna's got her misclicks yeah. uh, adventure, right? Woo. And uh, so, stay tuned for that. Also, uh, we just released a new issue of Dragon Plus, which has a bunch of Ravenloft Curse of Strahd goodies in there, including uh, new toys for your twisted little girls and boys, mm-hmm. and uh, a story that, or a journal entries, uh, detailing the accounts of a vampire hunter uh, to be met later. And then uh, those who are paying attention to recent events will know that Acquisitions Incorporated has a new series launching in June. Uh, you'll want to pay attention to that, uh, leading up to the live game at PAX West this year, because ooh, crazy stuff happening there. And uh, for more D and D, subscribe to the podcast. Anybody else want to say something? Do
6: something. I I was muted, but I was trying to say actually, Miss Clicks is canceled tonight on account of uh, our DM's
5: computer
1: right. being. Oh, no. okay. Oh. <laughs>
4: Sorry.
1: Yeah. Okay. No worries. Take uh, the hour.
5: Yeah, awkward,
1: awkward hug to start in the next episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Second and, neurotic, and hats off, hats off to Erica for jumping into the game. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We, gave all, we gave her a lot of stuff to absorb, and yes. she handled it beautifully. Yeah. And you're you know.
5: still alive. Yeah, she took a lot yeah. of How many points do you have? Yes.
1: A
3: lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. A
1: lot. Town Town Guard could hardly put a dent in you it seems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, tune in next week, folks.
6: Good night. Thanks
1: for watching.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting.